Ah, yes. Episode number two of Easter McGreen. Music and games. Eastern McGreen. Eastern McGreen. Eastern McGreen. Eastern McGreen. We got music, fun, and games, and a man with three last names. Eastern McGreen. Eastern McGreen. Welcome back. Uh, we're at episode two of Eastern McGreen. Uh, I'm Kenneth Paul Duncan Latham Holmes. I'm and Tish. There's my co-host Tish here. <laughs> I'm Tish. not giving you all my names. I mean, there's no sense <laughs> in giving all yours either, but whatever. It's good to have you here again. Oh, it's good to be back behind this microphone, have these little headphones on. It's kind of where we live now. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Karen's seen me in a couple of weeks. Um, they do wear my ears out, though, so I didn't wear any earrings today, but... Um, before we move on in episode two, I want to just brush back on episode one just a minute. Yeah. First of all, I want to say we had 159 plays. Now, wow. that's not the next Joe Rogan experience or anything. I mean, it's not anything that's going to break the... I think uh, it's 150 more than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I want to talk about just for, just for a minute before we move on into yeah. our uh, first segment is some of the feedback you got from, from your friends... Um, your you know, people you've shared it with. Well, I mean, the feedback I got was really positive, encouraging, um, some constructive criticism, which, I mean, you got to have that to grow. Um, I did have my friend Kim that told me that, you know, she watches the news a lot and it kind of freaks her out. And, I mean, it freaks everybody out right now. You know, it kind of makes you scared and mm-hmm. it's, there's uncertainty. Yep. She said, man... She said, that podcast hit just at the right time. She said, I listened to it. She said, I forgot about everything that was going on in this world. Yeah. She said, man, it, it, it made me laugh. And it was good to hear a familiar voice. Just, she said, I can, I mean, I can call you anytime I want to, but just yeah. to hear that. Yeah. And she said, and really, for like almost 50 minutes, I literally forgot that this world is just in chaos. Well, you know, that's what, that's my whole goal of this podcast. If it can make a, if it can make somebody out there smile for a minute, and forget what all is going on, and laugh a little bit, exactly. have some fun with music, have some fun with some games, that's really where I want to go. Some of the feedback I got was a, uh, a lot of positive, a lot of man, you did great. I can't believe you stepped out there and did it, and you, you you've done it. But he goes, but is it all about Easter McGreen? Is it just oh, about? Oh no! <laughs> is it just about the people <laughs> no. that, that, that you came with? And I was like, no, it's it's named after them. It's an honor of them, but I want to bring forward what 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 Kim said. Yeah. To to, to make people feel good, I want to branch out and bring other guests in, people uh, that you think well, where did he pull that in from? Which kind of leads me right into our, our next guest right here. Yeah. I want to introduce a gentleman now that uh, he's a school teacher, uh, a golden doodle raiser. What's, what's the word called? Raiser. Uh, breeder. <laughs> raiser. Breeder. Uh, you raise an kids. Award, <laughs> an award-winning uh, songwriter and musician, uh, but but glad to say he's my friend. 
I want to welcome in right now, uh, Mr. Robert Abernathy. Hey, hey. Wrong button. I'm so glad to be here. There's the applause. <laughs> you, you can't. <laughs> let me let me set the scene here <laughs> for everyone listening right now. We're in a big, huge warehouse. There's lots of people in here right now. Thousands. Is, Let's rope these applause. people off. Get him away from him. Get yeah. him away from Security. Security. Yeah. Yeah, we're in this uh, huge, uh, huge auditorium right now. Um, Ken, <laughs> Kenneth is standing in or sitting in front of me, butt naked right now. <laughs> That's a negative. <laughs> because I'm two feet from Tish, and she would not allow. Me. No, I don't want to say that. Thanks. <laughs> Ken, Ken is sitting butt naked right now. Um, no, uh, I'm kidding. So he's not. He's not really naked. Everybody. <laughs> Robert, this has been a long time coming, hasn't it? It has, man. We've talked about this for a long time. About as, uh, you know, me and Tish uh, started bantering about doing a podcast a long time ago. And uh, when you and I met, uh, you know, it was just a little bit about when I met Robert. I was thinking, it was, it, I know it was at the hangar. I've got a long-term memory. You know, Tish, you know my memory. I can remember just details of what it was. It was a hot day. You know how the sun would set and just beam on you when you were playing yeah. on that stage? Yeah. Just sweating up there and he was playing. But when I went there that day, I thought about this earlier. I was actually there to go see somebody else, Robert. I didn't even know who you were. And they said, well, so-and-so's not playing, but we got Robert Abernathy. Some old other rednecks up here on the stage. But when I heard (laughs) Robert Abernathy, my mind goes to a visual. Do you ever do this? You hear a certain name, and it goes to a visualization. Oh, yeah. Hello, my name is Tish. (laughs) Well, well, someone said, said, well, we got Robert Abernathy here tonight. And somehow that sounded to me like this English. Like It sounded like some old, I visioned it like like a tall English person. Just Robert. So what I just thought about earlier was Robert. I want you to just right now in your best English accent, your best English accent, just say hello. I'm Robert Abernathy, and welcome to Eastern McGreen. Hello, my name is Robert Abernathy, and this is Easton McGreen. Wow. I hello. He, I thought he was going to come in with some cockum. Hello, Robert yeah. Abernathy. Well, he blew that, that one away. <laughs> from Easton McGreen. Yeah. All right, um, now Tish. I think maybe that may have been touch Australian. <laughs> I think it was. All right, Tish. Now you're the you're the you're the the lady of the mansion. I want you to go, Sir Robert Abernathy. Welcome to Eastern McGreen. Just that in your best English voice. Say what? Sir Robert <laughs> Abernathy. Sir Robert Abernathy. Robert. No, that's, that's not good. Try it again. Do it again. Sir Robert Abernathy. I'm the one speaking. Go ahead. <laughs> it's my English accent. Go ahead. Sir Robert Abernathy. Welcome. To Easton McGreen. Anyway, I know that was ridiculous, the, just a thought I had earlier, but I, yeah. I imagined you being, go ahead. What? Well, you know, actually, uh, um, we did a genealogy, um, I don't know, two or three years ago. It was a fun little experiment trying to, there's so many things you can find out now. And um, actually, I am or too much. a descendant of a Scottish king. So, um, there you go. So This is Ryan Royalty. Oh, yeah. well. That's the way I envisioned it. I mean, there you have it. I mean, there you, go. you just didn't get the English part of the royalty. No. Well, I mean, you got the voice for it, so whatever. Um, so you're a teacher. I am. What? I am. Been doing it for 20, almost 25 years. Wow, what Is do you it? teach? Well, that's a, that's a funny story. So um, oh. we could, I mean, we talk about that, but <laughs> so... The majority of my career, I've taught science, but I've also taught physical education. She which blinded was, me with science. That's it, every day. Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
but I did PE and because initially I wanted to be a coach. Yeah. And yeah. so I coached football and baseball and um, wrestling. That was kind of what I wanted to do for for the rest of my career. I actually wanted to be a head high school baseball coach, yeah. but it turned out I just man, it just I think college college did me in because I was a college pitcher. I wasn't any good. Now I was I pitched in college, and anybody that ever watched me play would tell you that you know I could I could throw it pretty hard, but I couldn't tell you where I was going. Hmm. Wow, dang. I hit, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I hit so many people before I pitched in college. And, and high school too. So um, anyway, and it kind of burned me out because we during and when we would in college, the pitchers at least where I went to school, this was Gadsden State. Um, we were all we did was we we pitched in the bullpen and then we'd shag fly balls. Yeah. For everybody else, that's all we did. And so it burned me out. And so by the time I actually was an assistant coach in baseball, I was just I was already past it. So it became a football, and then. A couple years in, I wanted to teach science, and so that's where I ended up. And then this past year, um, traveling to Nashville became kind of a burden to you know to people at school for me having to miss and, oh, and traveling yeah. and stuff. And so I had plenty of days built up to go, but I'd have to leave to go play these shows. And um, there was a position that opened up that was a physical education position that they had just added, and it wouldn't be quite so much of a strain. Um, on the staff if I left, but that's the, there's, and then COVID came again and then right. we, we ended up having, you know, issues with subs. And so I ended up not doing it. So, so we were kind of in between state right now. I'm still playing in Nashville, um, but I'm still teaching and I'm retiring at the end of the school year as a teacher oh, wow. in the state of that. Alabama. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. So Thank let you. me ask you something, being a teacher, like when you are in the classroom, what is like your biggest, just like, you know, you just throw your hands up and be like, ah. What's the biggest challenge? That's the word. I couldn't think of it. What's the biggest <laughs> challenge to coaching? I mean, it's not summer teaching right now. You know, okay, so here it is. And I think any teacher right now would pro- listening would probably agree. Especially the past two years. What happened is when the kids went home for for COVID, they were out and they were they were sitting at home. Um, so most parents were still trying to work, you know, hold down yeah. the job, whatever. Had to. And left their kids at home to, okay, you're on your own. Now you, you're going to have to, you're going to have to be a little more self-motivated. You're going to do your work at home. You're going to have to get on. And, and the kids didn't. They yeah. learned how to be, they learned, they were already lazy. But they learned how to become more, much more lazy than they, they than we ever thought that they could be. Mm-hmm. And so when they came back, the expectations and standards were lowered so much. Um, because, you know, Teachers and administrators and parents kind of felt sorry for you know we're robbing, we're robbing their childhood away from the kids right now. And the things that they get to experience that we got to experience, they're not getting to experience those things. Right. And and so there's so much grace that was given that it's taken a lot right now to take it back and say, okay, look, we're we're changing our standards back to where they were. Yeah, right. And it's, some of the kids are in culture shock because of it. Well, well and they're probably going to fight the structure. Yeah. I mean, structure oh, yeah. is what, 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 a, what a schoolroom, you know, the way I remember it, you know, was yeah, oh, yeah. The, the teachers there, some were lax, some yeah. were strict, but there was always a structure, yeah. and we're doing the same thing at the same time, you've got this much time, and I'm sure that didn't happen doing yeah. it from home. You, you, they probably crammed it in. And, I mean, like trying to relearn, like yeah. get a kid and to relearn was, how to, to relearn. And there were so many kids that we could never get in touch with, you know, oh, whether gosh. it be internet issues or whatever. Yeah. You know, there were some kids that that I remember when, during the first major shutdown. 
you know, we, we couldn't even couldn't get them to answer an email. You know, hey, mm. you know, we you you're gonna fail, right. and of course they didn't because we gave them so much grace. Right. Um, but you know, they missed out on a whole year. So that's the frustrating part. Trying to get them to learn how to school again has been very difficult. I can see that. But it's coming. It's coming back slowly but surely. But one thing I want to say is I'm glad I didn't get the answer that that you know you hear about a lot of male teachers sometimes. He's a coach or he's a driver's ed teacher. You know, he yeah. just fills in. He comes in. I know you, and your heart is for these kids. And you know, a lot of them come from a home. Believe me, I, we're yeah. going to go down a road later on. But a lot of them come from a home where you may be all they have. Yeah. Right. And, and then when that's taken away from them, they're like back at zero. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's it's tough and sad. You know, every school is different. And I know our school, we have you know we have our set of challenges. Um, and yeah, you know, every school district has has you know, different issues they deal with. But I know that we have we've had several kids to come through and hear their stories. And yeah, it's it's tough at times. And especially in the past, again, the past couple of years have been tough. I can't imagine as a teacher well, and either. as a student, and to, even for the parents too. You know, they because we were talking about. Um, I think at the beginning of the school year, maybe maybe shutting down for a time period or two to kind of get it under control, mm-hmm. and then parents just in an uproar about you know, yeah, well, who's going to take care of my kid while I'm at school, right. while I'm at while I'm at work, and yeah. how are we going to do this? And it was just you know, there's no easy cycle. There's no easy answers. No. And um, you know, everything from that to mask to whatever. So yeah, um, it's been it's been difficult to deal with the past couple of years. I bet. I bet. Well, it's good to get. It's good for me to get to know this side of you. It's always been you're the musician. Yeah. You know, to yeah. me that was your. That, to me that was your job. <laughs> That's when I saw you. What's Robert yeah. doing? He sings a lot. I, yeah. I, I go no. to Beef O'Brady's and Hanger and go where where he's playing. I can tell you, it's it's tough. It's tough on me. It's tough on my wife too. You know, because because teaching, it take it does take a lot. And this year has been much easier because now I'm in the I'm in the gym. Yeah. Right. Um, it's it's a lot different. Uh, the expectations are, are are different. It's been easier on me, and to you know, and to some degree, as far as that goes. Um, but you know, last year, last couple, well, being back up in the last past five years, you know, playing shows, um, you know, I enjoy doing it. It's something I enjoy doing. It's yeah. a it's a hobby, but it does rob certain things away from mm-hmm. my wife, from I kids bet. and stuff. And, yeah. Um, it's a you know it's it's good to have that little extra income, but it's also something that I think my family is just used to, and they know that it's a it's something that I'm passionate about and I enjoy doing, and they get to be a part of it too, right? Um, in different oh, I can't ways, imagine. especially you know, Augusta's a huge like she, yeah. And she's when she shows up at an event, especially if it's something you know local, and she knows a lot of folks. I mean, she she has a good time, um, and she enjoys it, and I think the people for the most part. Um, enjoy hanging around with her while I'm up there playing, and so, um, I, and I catch myself saying this a good good bit, like when in a conversation, like yeah, we're 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 gonna we're gonna go play here, mm-hmm. and I, yeah. I kind of automatically I catch myself mentioning her when we go play somewhere. So, well, that's um, what you should do. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm yeah. just saying from yeah. a woman's yeah. perspective, you know, I'm mean, like, yeah, you, I mean, y'all are in that together, you got to include yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. And so, I, and I'm telling you, I, I've watched. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Robert, but sorry. she. But I, he does. I do. I do that. But I, but I, I, I can visually see Augusta out there singing the song, especially, especially oh, yeah. the ones, especially the ones you wrote. Because yeah. it's she, she hears it at home. She hears how hard you're working. But I'm gonna tell you one more thing. His daughter Vivi is unbelievable. Yeah, she got a great voice. And she, oh, she's been Father on. Do it. She, she's been on with well. him. She's been on with him on uh, what station in the morning? Uh, uh, we've been on the thirty-three forty. Um, yeah. yeah. Talk of Alabama. Yeah. yeah. 
We've done that. She sings a good bit. We were out there when uh, it was March. It was uh, St. Patrick's Day, the weekend before COVID hit. You played at Beef O'Brady's, and she got up there and sang with you. Remember that? Yeah. And Augusta was out there filming and stuff, mm-hmm. and and Augusta was just bawling, just crying. So, oh so, gosh! So what do you think? So what do you think I started doing? I, I don't even know. Kenneth started I, I crying. crying. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth is the crier of the two. I, I told Karen, I said, I got to yeah, go inside so. and go to the bathroom. That <laughs> <laughs> onion uh, on my burger got my eyes. <laughs> but, yeah, she's very talented. Well, look, look we're about to go into the, our next music segment. I, I, hey, I appreciate that. I, I like the, to hear the other side, the teacher side. Yeah, yeah there's a lot. I mean, oh, we're, we're, we're busy. Oh, it we're, like we're, it. we're busy. We've, we, yeah. We're always on the go. Yeah. Um, so... Well, we're going to go to an ad right now, but before we do, uh, you know, since the next segment is our, our misheard lyrics and our and our music segment, mm. I want to put Robert to the test right now. Uh-oh. I don't know. Oh, God, good Lord. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, we, we talk about, do you know the words to a song? And I just want to see. I have no idea what he's got by, prepared. By chance. <laughs> you might know this little ditty. Hey! <laughs> I got a funny story on this one, but yeah, good. All right. Hey! Well, I can be a real funny guy. Sometimes I like to take the edge out of a little fight. And I can be a so, little Kenneth, complicated. Do people know that he wrote this song? <laughs> they should. I don't have to read it. So don't. Take me so serious. Pack your bags and go. Love it. <laughs> All right. We're going to go to our next thing. That's a good job, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Did the worries of the world have you down right now? Like you just don't want to do anything, especially yard work? Blech. Well, now's a great time to call Cameron Smith at TSS Services and Lawn Care. TSS Services is locally owned by my baby boy, Cameron Smith. TSS Services is a full-service lawn care that is ready to tackle any of your outdoor needs. Do you have some shrubs that need trimmed, or maybe your house needs to be pressure washed? Or could it be that you've got some of those stubborn weeds that just will not go away? Well, give Cameron a call at 205-434-5495. Cameron will come out and give you a free and reasonable estimate and get you on his books quickly. So next time you're dreading doing that yard work, remember Cameron and give him a call at 205-434-5495. I mean, who wouldn't want to support a cute local, young local boy that just happens to be my baby boy? So call Cameron at 205-434-5495. And you can also find him on Facebook at TSS Services. That's right. Listen, uh, you know, Cam came out here and literally cleared off half an acre of weeds. I mean, I'm talking about the kind of weeds that are growing above stumps and over bushes and over hollies. And I mean, it was nasty. I said, but dude, I just want them gone. And he did it, didn't he? Oh, he did. I'm telling you, within within three to four days, it was turning yellow. Then it was gone. I had a clear land. Uh, call Cam today. He did a great job. And it's not just because it's my co-host's baby boy. But, but he is. And I just wouldn't hire anybody. But... I, I absolutely recommend Cam Smith. So give him a call today. That's right. Thanks. You can have my John Deere on my feet. Every love song that I wrote. Take to the old five with some gas and beer. Light them up and smoke. I got a story. I know you do. 
can't have my food. Mm-hmm. I, love water. <laughs> I love that. I love it. You know why it's so good? Because he's yeah, hold on. singing the song. <laughs> What's so good about it is that if you were just listening to the radio yeah. and you just heard the best mainstream stuff on and you were just going by, it'd make you stop and listen. Well, yes. I mean, it, it's make you stop and listen. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, got that catchy beat. It's a like, fun song. Tell me, tell me about you, you always talk about that song right before you play. You God, get a little story. You know, this, the story behind this was so weird, but it's just it's, it's, it's fun. It was, you know, I always kept a guitar in my classroom, and I would use it to, you know, if I was caught up on everything, I would reach around, grab, grab the guitar, and start playing, and maybe write a song or two. And... The, the kids were used to it. They would come in from whatever class they were coming from, um, and during my break, then when they come in from the next class, I'd probably still be working on something. And a lot of times they would they would say, "Can you play us a song?" And so every now and then I'd play something, you know. And um, one day it was the end of the day. We it was it was during a year where I had a towards the end of the day I had a large group of kids that were in like this girls chorale choir. And I don't know how they were all grouped together, but I had, there was I mean, probably, I'd say probably eight, eight to ten kids in that class mm-hmm. were in a choir. And so every now and then I'd be playing something and they would just start singing along and just this beautiful, I even recorded a few a few times. It was so good. Yeah. And um, so I really developed a bond with that particular class. It's actually Vivi's age group. Okay. Um, so they're all 10th graders now at Hoover. Um, but anyway... Uh, one day uh, I was I was I keep a on my phone I keep a list of like a, a, a hook book or list of, of ideas, yeah. and I'll I'll write stuff down as I think about them. I'll come back to them later whenever I have time, and um, and so I was in there one day. I was asking the kids for some ideas, like give me some ideas for songs, and they were giving these like really lame, dumb yeah. ideas, you know, <laughs> <laughs> tenth grade stuff. <style. laughs> And so, keep me. Yeah, well, these are seventh graders at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. goodness! Seventh grade. So they um, and one kid, I can't remember who who it was right now, but she said, um, "You can't have my boat," just like that. And I thought, okay, well, that's interesting. So I wrote, I wrote down, you "Can't have my boat." And then for for weeks, they would come in because it just kind of stuck on their lips mm-hmm. when they would. You would hear them say, "You can't have my boat," just like <laughs> they just like that. And I thought, okay, well, there's you know maybe something to it, but what? Oh, what in the hell am I going to write about? Yeah, you can't have my boat. You I mean, what are you going to? What? How do you write a song about that? So one night I went home, I had a few different ideas, and in my class one day I started hammering out a few ideas. Like, you know what? I think the song's about a boat and a divorce. Yeah. And oh. Then, and he's he's losing it all, but by God, he's yeah. going to hang on to that boat. <laughs> he can get everything but my boat. <laughs> and he's going to be out there in the water with a big-ass smile on his face, big smile on his face. Like, you may you can have the house, the dog, the car, everything. You can have my guitar. But I, by God, I got this boat. That's right. And so I wrote it. I wrote the song, and um, <clears throat> I had a cool little idea in my head. It was this the Jackson Five song. Um, uh, what is that song? God, I can't remember the top of my head. Mm. Anyway, it's got that little. Yeah. And I thought, wouldn't it be cool if I had that riff in there and took a little bit of a Jackson Five and put it in this country song? 
and kind of and, and fix it. So we went, I went to a studio. It didn't work. The, um, the idea didn't work at the particular studio. I took it somewhere else. It still didn't measure up to kind of what I had in my head. And somebody, a friend of mine, said, "Hey, why don't you uh, take it to Josh Bright? Josh Bright is a—he's a really accomplished guy. He's out in Boaz, Alabama, um, and he's worked with some, you know, some pretty big names. And uh, I bet you he can do it." So I sent it off to a guy in, in Nashville, my guitar player. He's a guitar player for um, Josh Turner. Mm-hmm. His name is John Shaw, and he took it and big and time. kind of—he—he yep. he, the guitar that you hear on it on that song is actually him playing. He's got that. And so I sent that to Josh and Boaz, and I said, this is the framework that I have for it. I need a beat behind it, but I need that Jackson 5 kind of riff in it to make it, to make it work what yeah. I want it, to, want, it, want it to do. And so um, he fooled around with it, and um, you know, a week or so later, he sends me a, a message with just kind of the, the bones to it, and I thought, oh, this is great. And so Durand and I, who was a co-writer, Durand Robinson, helped me uh, finish the song. Um, you know, we, we, we liked what he had done, and so I, I went up to Boaz, recorded it in the studio in, in his basement. And uh, when we were done with that thing, man, we were just like, okay, we've, we've got something really cool here. Yeah. And we've sent it to a lot of folks, and you know, to this day, it's probably been downloaded probably more than any of the other ones I've had. Um, and it's the one that we always play just because it's recognizable. It's a, the, the lyrics kind of stick on your head a little bit, or the little the little worm at the end that yeah. like, Na 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 na. So uh, anyway, it just, it just it was fun. But if you listen now, next time you listen to it, so now I listen, want to hear Jackson Five. Next time you listen to it, you I listen do. to that. What I can't remember the name of the song. Somebody, somebody listening right now is knowing exactly what I'm talking about. Text it to me. It's later not. It's not ABC. It it's not that one. It is. I, I want you. Is it? I want you back. Is that oh, it? Is that the, baby, give me one more. No, that one. No. Is that it? Oh, baby, give me one more chance. That's not it. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know. Somebody right now is listening That's, to this in their uh, car, screaming it, screaming it, all three of us. <laughs> you like, idiot! Oh my God, can it yeah. stop? <laughs> can we call in right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, let's move on into the music segment right now. What? That was what, a great what? story. Well, yes, yeah, a great I'm, story. Okay, let me ask you this question. Okay. So, do like all of your songs like have? These kind of meaty stories behind them. Oh, every one of them. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. There's a story Listen, behind all of them. We're going to have going out music here in a minute. And I picked, I went, I did what he said last time on our last segment. Go yeah. through my Rolodex. And I found one that's going to be our going out music. He doesn't even know yet. Uh-oh. And you don't even know yet. But I found one that meant something. It, it was, it was kind of telling my story a little bit. So. Rambling yeah. man? No, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> naked rambling man. I didn't write any songs about any naked man in a podcast. All right. Oh, not yet. So, so, we, so we all agree that that song, that me and you agree, that should be on mainstream. Oh, so, yes. So I mean, speaking of mainstream music, I, these are the games I want to come up with. Okay. This is when I really get into the meat of who I am. Three artists or or bands yeah. that you can only listen to for the rest of your life. Not another one. Okay. I don't know if that, with you, I don't know if that constitutes playing it or not, but probably going to throw that in the group. I mean. So, I just say, like, you, you, you got three, you have a CD player. Exactly, and you're driving. And you're driving. Three. And you, and you, you can't, you can't you're, you're, listen you're, to anything else. You don't have a radio. All you got is a CD player for the rest of your life. And, and these, it's like three people, and it's the whole, like, they're not just their greatest hits, everything they've ever written. 
That's it. So, okay. Yeah. So that's, that's all right. you That'd have to listen to. All right. So for me, it'd be a CD. For 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 Kenneth, it'd be, and I guess you, well, I don't know, just Kenneth, it'd I be like an A track or. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding, Kenneth. You're not that much older than me. He's about. Uh, I remember being. We're sure, not I talking age. I remember your 50th birthday party. You remember that 50th birthday oh, party? Oh, absolutely. And she, look, she there, there. Was a, there was a picture, too, in your 50th birthday party with mm-hmm. like you and some twins or something. I can't remember. You still got that not, photo? Was, huh? I had no you, photo of twins. There were, no, no. There, there were Maybe, photos um, of Jordan girls. and Kennedy, the yeah, twins. That'd be the, that'd is there a photo twins. of that anywhere? I don't want to talk about that photo. We'll talk about the photo Oh, there later. is a photo. <laughs> of her twins, yes. Well, do you have that photo? We'll, we'll look at that later. <laughs> Can I disclose why we're saying that? They don't, I don't think it's like, oh, you had your picture maybe. No, anyway. no, it's a hilarious photo of her daughters at, at a location that's iconic, and we'll share it here. It's nothing ugly. No. It's, it's a no. big old it's stab on Kenneth. It's hysterical. Um, I, and Robert, when you and I talked the other day, and I know two of Tish's, and she knows two of mine, and then we debated that. the third one. And I told you, I said, I think I can think of, I know two of yours. Um, you probably can nail two of them. For I should sure. be able to. I mean, that's, that's low-hanging fruit. Yes. And you said you thought you could name one of mine. Yes, I can name one of yours. All right. You see what I wrote for Robert. He may not. He only Anybody knows. that yeah. knows me can name two of them right now. Yeah. And I'll just go ahead and, can I declare them or do you want to? Go ahead and declare them because if you it's, miss them, you've it, missed the most glaringly obvious yes. two Actually, choices think, you possibly it, could it, make. It, well, it, you it, have them written down, so I think he should say them so you can check yes. Yeah, name the first one. The first one is the Eagles. I've got them on there. Okay, he was right. Yeah, and, and anybody and knows the reason is know that. He, he plays in an Eagles Sunrise Band. Robert plays in a band in his lead, I believe. And it, you will think it's the Eagles. Matter of fact, we can't play it, but he's going to play Hotel California before you leave here, and we're going to oh, we're going to jam out for a few minutes. So, sweet. Eagles was easy. Okay. That was and easy. the Alabama tribute band, Alabama. Alabama. He Eagles was supposed Alabama. to answer first. That's oh, okay, but we all he knew the answer. Yeah, these and were anybody just so, listening to this that's ever been to a show of mine, you know, could yeah. probably attest to to those two easy ones. Yes. So now. The third one. This, mm. this is one I don't know, and I've got reasons for writing this one, okay. and I'll share that in a minute, but I want to okay. see who your third one is. All right, so if I had to listen to somebody sing over and over for the rest of my life, it's going to be Vince Gill. <gasps> he got all three of yours right. Did you get Vince Gill? Got, yes. Vince Are you Gill. kidding me? Did you yes, know? he really did. That's why I wanted you to answer first. <laughs> that is awesome. All right. That's oh, my good. gosh. What, what, do you, he do you, nailed all three but of those. But do you know, what, know why? This is, this is why I love music so much. And th- this segment may be 30 minutes. We may just... We're not just even probably going to get to Miss Herd lyrics. We'll, we'll spit we, on a we couple. We will, but, but, but here's Vince Gill. Uh, when Karen and I had a renewing of our vows, if you will. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. I said, yeah. hey, man, will you play uh, uh, I Still Believe in You? And yeah. he said, and he goes, oh, man, I love Vince Gill. Yeah. So I kind of kept that... Of course, this elephant over here. He <laughs> remembered it. <laughs> kept that in my memory bank. And then when Rodney passed away... Yeah. And I said, hey, man, I said, we couldn't, we couldn't have a, I'm not trying to go sad, but we couldn't have a funeral because it was right in the middle yeah. of COVID. Yeah. And I said, will you get on there and play uh, Rest High on That Mountain? And yeah. we did it, shared it on our thing. Dang. And then he's done it everywhere else. And I thought, but you yeah. know what? There may be somebody else out there that sings. I want to hear them. But I thought it was Vince Gill. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the bonus, the cool thing was, is when Vince Gill joined the Eagles, 
it was like this like this match made in heaven for people that I guess I don't know if it how that worked out in their head because I would have said this I would have said those same three right there ten years ago yeah um, that you know I guess it's when something you like is ingrained in you and you listen to it yeah. and it becomes part of you you, you don't you <laughs> yeah. don't lose that you yeah. know yeah. So Vince Gill has always been like he's got the coolest, smoothest voice of anybody I've ever heard, yeah. and um, you know I love I love singing all three of those bands, but Vince Gill more so. Just and I don't do a lot of Vince Gill because usually when you're playing shows, you know Vince Gill was a crooner. You know he played those sappy. Yeah. yeah, love songs and leaving songs. Wasn't and a lot just, of up and get after it. Let's he have didn't a beer. do. He he yeah. did some upbeat stuff, but not a ton of it because yeah. he you know that was just kind of his genre. I'm gonna tell you right now, Karen Latham. If Vince Gill walked in this place and said, "Come on, Karen, you're with me," I'd, I'd be gone. You should. You I'd, should I'd be gone. Be I'd just I mean, be. She, Robert Abernathy might walk in this place and say that, and she'd be yeah, gone. That's why. I don't, that's why I don't ask. That's why I don't ask him to play that lot in front of her. I mean, yeah, come on now. Oh my God! All right, Tish, let's let's go to yours, and then, and then we'll come back and see how. I, Okay. Robert did on mine. He, so, mine would be the Beatles. We know I love the Beatles. The Beatles. Love them. Like, <clears throat> I would have loved to have grown up in that era. Yeah. I mean, I would have. Can't even tell you what I've done. But anyway, um, Prince. Oh, good one. Love me some Prince. No, let's stop right there for a quick second. I'm come right back to you, Prince. Imagine now you can't never listen to Prince again. That's it. You'll never hear it, play, hear Purple Rain, nothing like that. I try, that's how I try to make this song, this game so tough. Yeah. Let's go back. Beatles and Prince. Okay. Now, this is the one I don't know. You, I know the one. No, nah, I know. I know. So, give, give me, hang on, before you go there. So what, 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 what give me a genre. Well. Ah, you want to guess it. Uh, see if we can zero in here. Country. Country. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, era. What does that mean? Like time, time frame. frame. Oh. Time frame. Yeah. <laughs> hey, she's very challenged on geography <laughs> and time. <laughs> geography. <laughs> So, <laughs> always keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, 90s? 90s? All right, Garth Brooks. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. He was on my list. Until I found out that this Joker is not on Spotify. Yeah. Like he's a snob to Spotify. Yeah. And there's so, not, I can give you tons of reasons why. That I don't even sense. care. All that I know is that he's a snob there. Boop. He got booted. So she's just using off of the people I want to listen to, and she's yeah throwing I mean, him out the door. But it'd be really tough. Let's talk about that later. I want to know why too, because yeah. I love Garth Brooks music. Yeah, I but love, I, but love, it bothers love him. me a lot that I can't go to Spotify. Yeah. I'm gonna listen to Robert Abernathy. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to Jared Hill. And I'm gonna listen to George Strait. I can listen to Trisha Yearwood. Aren't these two married? Mm-hmm. She's on Spotify. He's not. It hey. kind of just burns. Hey, I want Frank Sinatra. Bridges. I want. I just whatever I want, but I love him, and I can't hear it. So let's go to your third one. Uh, it would be the Rolling Stones. So I didn't get it. Wait, well, you said you country. Well, that was Before, Garth though. Brooks. That was my third, she but I had to him kick out. him off the list. Oh, in the yeah, game. he got booted. Like me and Garth aren't so, friends so anymore. So she couldn't ride across the country and listen to Garth. So mm -mm. Her conscience would bother her enough because. But you, you could find Garth on like I think Amazon. Yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's Amazon or Google Play or something. I mean, I know enough of songs in my head. I could sing them on my yeah. own. But it's the fact that he's being a turd and not being on Spotify. Like, why Why not? I mean, give me 
Give me one reason, which is Tracy Chapman's song. But give me well, one reason no. well, why. We, we, I just I have to know that. I have to know one. Well, reason it's, it's why. more complicated, but I, yeah, I can I can tackle that. So we can tackle that after. Yeah. We'll, oh. after. we'll do this off the air. <laughs> now everybody's wanting to know why is Garth Brooks snobbing everyone. Mm-hmm. I know. I'll fill you all in. All right, Kenneth. Um, so you're three. Robert feels like he's got one. I feel like I've got one. Let me say the list. I I can't say for certain, but I feel like mm. one for for. All right, well, I'm I'm about eighty five percent sure on one. Tell us. I would think one of them's Travis Tritt, but. <laughs> I could be wrong. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. And, I got one. And, and the reason is, is because, you know, Robert's not one of those guys that just has everybody up on the stage and come, come and messing with my mic. He's, he's playing as a professional and doing it the right way. It's not karaoke night. At like. But when I'm there, it's, sometimes it's karaoke night because <laughs> I beg and plead with him. Can I? Man, please let me come up and sing anymore. <laughs> oh, goodness. You let him sing? Oh, yeah, yeah. On my mm. 50th birthday party. I got a picture. Of me and him singing up you there. You do tell me that, but but the first part. I thought of maybe it, the microphone was muted, but okay. The, the first part. Of, <laughs> I'm just the, kidding. <laughs> the the first part of it, and, and singing that song, he starts singing "Run DMC." Tricky. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. It's tricky. It's tricky, tricky, tricky. We can't do that. It's copyright. Anyway, let's see if you can get. I have to tell you what I think about that. What. There's a movie that every time I hear that song, it makes me think of that. But anyway, that's a whole nother segment. But go ahead. You got two more. Yeah, see if you can guess my other two. All right. I, mean, I know this is a stab. because Yeah, this is just way out there. So can you get, can you give me a genre? A genre. I can give you 70s through n- n- 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So like 90 I mean, I mean, years okay. so, so I'm music. saying iconic. I mean, I'm uh, rowdy. Um, I'm going to say Journey's one of them. You oh my what? god! I should have put them on my list. I know. And listen, I struggled. Yeah. They made my top seven, and no, it's not one of them. I don't think three so, is fair now. But I'll tell you. So, so I'll replace it with one of the okay. right answers. All right. Uh, Hank Williams Jr. Okay. And, and because of what you said earlier, something that's been ingrained in you, and yeah. you've heard it so long. I mean, I remember listening to my sister's albums and yeah. and acting like I'm playing the guitar, man. I'm 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 something about Hank Jr. If, if I, honestly, if I only had one, it'd be Hank Jr. Really? Yeah. Mm. But Travis Tritt is on the list, so you weren't uh, wrong there at all. Um, third one is not country. I'll say that. Okay. Genre is seventies. Then early early seventies. Early late seventies. CCR. Yep. Hey. Bingo! Yeah. Well, we're pretty good at this guessing thing right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, do we need to take a break for a minute and come back and play a little game? I think we're going to come back. I think we're going to come back and do misheard lyrics here Ooh. in just a second. Oh yeah, I got a list. And um, like forty. <laughs> well, I got two. You'd think I would have forty, but I've got two. You can't have my no. <laughs> Do it. Hey, you can have my clothes. That's for Kenneth, the naked man. <laughs> you can't have my boo. All right, we'll be right back. Okay. Have you ever had a hope or a dream and thought maybe one day I just want to own my own business? Well, that's just what Anna Molinax did when she opened up You Dream Boutique. And here's her story. 
You Dream Boutique started when Anna was 19 years old. She randomly told her mom one day that she wanted to start her own business and boutique. Since that day that she told her mom that, her mom, Wendy, has been her biggest cheerleader and has been by her side the whole time. Like, taking her to Atlanta, going to market, pricing things, shipping things, boxing things, you name it. Anna was a little, she was extremely excited, but was a little scared to jump into the boutique world, but she was so happy that she did it. So we can't wait to see where this journey takes her. I hope every one of you finds something you love and it makes you feel beautiful at You Dream Boutique. I mean, that's all that really matters, right? I know that I'm super happy for Anna and especially about her online boutique. I legit buy something from her weekly. Not just because she's a part of the family, but because she also has the cutest things and some candy, but the best prices that just can't be beat. If you haven't shopped from You Dream Boutique, well, now's the perfect time. While you're listening to this podcast, go visit their website, youdreamboutique.com. She is another locally owned business that needs the support of her community. Also, Anna and her mom, Wendy, make the best models, especially on their live Facebook post every Thursday night at 630. So remember to check out youdreamboutique.com or follow them on Facebook. Barbara. All right, here we are. We're back to uh, misheard lyrics now, or we're coming into misheard lyrics. We've got a few that people know me and Tisha's, is, you know, hers is we're going to jam with the light on, and mine was like a twister. I was born to walk alone. We know that when we've said it already. <laughs> like, a twist, like a twister, I was born. And I mean, both ours made no sense. Mine so, still makes sense. I cannot, I don't even know that I write words. So, Robert, what you got? I mean, some things you might have heard when you were younger. Oh, my God. Well, mine are all, like, 80s songs. Like, oh, yeah. Perfect. Oh, yeah. You 80s know, were the so best music ever. They were. And I think the reason, I was thinking about this the other day, why so many songs in the 80s were misheard lyrics is because, like, today there's a cut, there's a formula for writing songs. Like, it is, there's a formula. You have to write it a certain way. Like, in Nashville, you verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, and then you know you have to frame it a certain way. See that you there's an expectation, and and the way they mix things, you you hear things differently. But the '80s were different. Oh, yeah. Everything was you know you you some things would come in unexpected, and um and of course we grew up in the '80s listening to that stuff, yeah. and we and Might so be a little boogered up listening to it too. <laughs> <laughs> so but my like I was sitting there thinking like there's so many I just couldn't think of, but one of them in particular kind of stuck out because. Like I was also a Star Wars guy, right? And so, if you remember, Star, were you, either one of you Star Wars people? I uh, know. No. 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 Oh, good no, lord! Not science fiction at all, but I saw oh. them. But everybody else listening right now loves Star Wars, but you two people <laughs> in this in this <laughs> arena right now with all these people standing around listening to us. But it was a Huey Lewis and the News song. Oh, I love them. But um, the the Star Wars reference, it, there was a a planet that was blown up called Alderaan. Alderaan, and I don't know how in the hell that snuck into the lyric of a Huey Lewis new song. I can't let's see if I can find. You can do it. You can do it for a point of reference, but remember copyright. Uh, well, let's see if we. We're gonna have a live misheard <laughs> lyric. I didn't even imagine this. <laughs> we thought about breaking up. But now we know it's much too late We are bound by Alderaan 
So why need Christ? Well, well now I want to know what the word I don't is. Know. What, what are the words? It's all the rest. We are bound by all the rest. Oh. Why did I say all the rest? I have no idea. Oh my gosh. All right. Hey. I wonder how many people thought that too. Nobody. Not a single person out oh, there. Oh, you would. No, nobody. Because hey. I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> but I don't, I don't even think it was a thing where you even think it. It's just what you heard. It's just kind of what I heard. It's what you heard. Hey, I'll give you one that's on the same level of mine. I think we talked about it for a minute. You, Prince is one of your favorite singers, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know Raspberry Beret, right, Ron? Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Raspberry Beret. You know what I thought he said? Raspberry meringue, 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 like a pie. <laughs> now, that's not too far now, off. Now, though. how much pie do you find in a secondhand store? I mean, wh- why in the Ugh. world would I not say to somebody, "Hey, what do you say right there?" Well, I'm gonna keep my thoughts to myself. What kind of pie you might find in a secondhand store? So, <laughs> <laughs> my mind went crazy. Sorry. All right. Do you uh, do you, do you have one that strikes you? Um. Yeah, okay, so, well, everybody, that song, um, Blinded by the Light. Oh, yeah. Wrapped up in a douche. (laughs) Blinded by the light, wrapped up like a douche. (laughs) What is it really? I don't know. It's deuce. Deuce? It's wrapped up like a deuce. All right, well, there we go. Okay. Somebody once told me the world is gone. Yeah, this is where it's gone. The world is gone, Aroni. <laughs> it's gone, Aroni. The world is gone, Aroni. <laughs> you didn't know that? No. I mean, I hope that. Well, you know what? The world has gone, gone, Aroni. It has, it right has gone, Aroni. <laughs> well, I don't even know. I don't even know the correct lyric. Uh, what is it? Well, it's gonna look. own me. I think. The Somebody is, once told me. What's the name of that song? All Star? Yeah. I know for sure it's not Gone Aroni. I think it's going to own me. Okay. Wow. Well, well, hold on. It's my turn. Oh, my bad. We're going in clockwise motion here. Well, don't y'all want to know clock, what the correct lyric clock is? Or his, my, what is that? That song is All Star, right? Yeah. Uh, if we go in clockwise motion, is that his to you? Which way is clockwise? Well, while he's looking that up, can, okay, I, go ahead. can I tell mine? Yeah. And then, and then we will go back to the world. Yeah, because I don't know these. Uh, Kenny Rogers, Lucille. Oh. That's from the 70s. You know that song, Robert? Yeah. You picked Fine Time to Leave Me, Lucille. And then I thought it was with 400 children. It's four hungry children. <laughs> with 400 children. I remember riding around thinking as a little boy, man, that guy's got it. She is a bitch. I mean, <laughs> left him with 400 children. What is the words of that, by the way? Which one? I don't know. No, no. I oh, thought we were going to All Star. Oh. Anyway. Oh, you're talking about All Star. The actual the correct lyric is Somebody once told me the world is going to roll me. Roll Ooh, me. I was wrong too. Not a Roni. Not a Roni. And not own me. I don't even, and of course, you know, sometimes these words in songs don't, you think they're words and you just make it up because that's what it sounds like and you just keep on going. All right. I'm going to so. play off yours for a minute talking about 400 children. So the Madonna, like a virgin, it's it's supposed to say touched for the very first time. And um, some people think it says touched for the 31st time. <laughs> Not that the title doesn't give it away, but like touched for the 31st time. Touched for the 31st time. It fits. Not a virgin at all. 
Um, well, I mean, it could have been with different people. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. Oh, and I have another. I have three more. I have three, three more. Three more quick ones, and okay. then we're going to. So, Shelly, um, the Spin Doctors, it's the Little Miss Can't Be Wrong song. So, the correct way is Little Miss, Little Miss Can't Be Wrong, and she thought it said Little Miss, Little Miss Happy Frog. Well, that's not even. I don't know why. Somebody. But <laughs> that's how people hear things. So, um, Megan, that, I think it's K1, the Tipsy song, everybody in the club getting tipsy. Yeah. Everybody in the club getting chips. <laughs> some hungry folks in the club well they could have been so here's the last one all right um so my kids there's a george Strait song that check yes or no mm-hmm. like if do you love me i think this is how it goes check I yes think or no this is yeah um my kids thought it said instead of check yes or no jackass the road i think this is how love goes jackass the road <laughs> Robert, <laughs> tell us about the song. You, <laughs> tell us about the next song you got coming out here. You've been working on. Uh, so then. this next one. So uh, driving back and forth to Nashville, I have to. Sometimes I have to keep things um, stay awake, um, keep my mind going. And so here lately, I've gotten a kick where I just like I'll hum some stuff into my the the voice recorder on my phone, little ideas. And I, to be honest with you, I can't remember where this came from. Um, I was writing, I was writing a song at the house with Barry Hall. We were working on something one day. Um, we had just written a George Strait, kind of like a uh, a tribute to George Strait kind of song. It's a pretty good song. And we got done. We we're just kind of fooling around. And I was fooling around with a little lick and like, and he started playing these cool little riffs on top of it. And I was just making up. You know how sometimes you know, I was just making up words. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that's how it happens when I'll come up with a song. I'll just be kind of like just fooling around with something and just make up a word or two, you know. And um, we got done with like one part of it. said, just a little tied up. And I thought, okay, well, that's kind of cool. What would that be about? And I thought, well, you know, a, a good song, a little tied up, would be, you know, something about like, you know, you're, you're busy, somebody's calling you, they're wanting something, and you just, you're a little tied up. What are you a little tied up doing? Are you a little tied up working in the, in the garage, or are you a little tied up doing something else? And so I thought, well, you know, it would be funny if you if you wrote the song about being a little tied up doing something else. And so, um, so I was on the way to Nashville, and I had this song, kind of talking it into my little notepad here. And by the time I got to Nashville for the show, um, Nick Williams was playing with me up there at Tin Roof um, on Broadway. And I, I said, look, man, I got an idea. It's just a cool blues riff. <coughs> Can you play kind of just to, just follow me on this? And um, it turned out like magic. It was like, oh, this is awesome. And so um, I changed a few things on it. You know, Usually I write with a co-writer. Um, this is one I was just wrote by myself just because I thought, well, that's pretty good. And uh, we recorded OG. this. Yeah, we were, so we recorded this um, last week. But... Two weeks ago, um, so we're still. This is still in the process of being finished. So I'm gonna probably gonna release this. I would guess in a couple months. Excellent. Oh, um, sweet. So, um, but in the meantime, we kind of, you know, I kind of edited a few lyrics in here to kind of echo a few things, you know. Mm. And and I think y'all may have heard a little piece of it <laughs> last week or last last episode. Yeah, my beloved vehicle. Song. Thank you, buddy. It, what is it? That's the smoke wagon. It's a smoke wagon. Mercury smoke wagon. This song's called A Little Tied Up. It goes like this. If you don't get an answer, 
When you give my phone a ring And you know my girl's at home And I've been working out of town all week If there's cold coffee in this cup You can bet that I'm a little tired of is on, you want to come over, watch a game and have a drink, and you walk in through my door and see, a lipstick, a wine glass in the sink, uh oh, uh -oh. <laughs> better head on down to the old sports pub, cause you can bet it I'm a little tired of. Alright, so this next verse right here was one that we were just kind of fooling around with last time I was here. That's right. It was a Chevy Silverado originally in the song, but I felt like it would fit more appropriately if it were a Mercury smoke wagon. Yes, I. <laughs> the last verse goes like this. If your Mercury smoke wagon breaks down on a Sunday afternoon somewhere, Nine times out of ten, I'll be right there. Well, don't think that I don't care. Yes, I. That's right. Don't don't worry about that, man. Cause I do. But if my girl's got me in a handcuff, I might be just a little tired. Oh my. If my girl's got me in a handcuff, I might be just a little tired. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh my gosh. That is not even. <coughs> Where's that arena crowd? Where are they at, man? I, I mean, okay. there they are. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll be here all night. <laughs> Unfortunately, you probably will. <laughs> Robert, I want to thank you for coming on today. Hey, man. Oh, my gosh. You're my pleasure. friend. You're my brother. He just Absolutely. happens to be a famous musician that's probably going to be famous I'm a famous man. Maybe it's, I just you know, stumbled into it. I'm just doing God. what I love doing. Well. And that's know. why you do it so well. That's why. I, well, I love, I love playing, and I love singing, and I love writing. So those things are just kind of grown over the past several years. I mean, you know, one day he might write a song about our podcast. <laughs> I think he may. Yeah. Pressure never on. know. In this giant arena. <laughs> this giant arena. <laughs> the, the Naked Podcast. Well, we look forward to having you on uh, here in a, uh, two or three episodes. We're going to do fun music, fun music, fun music, and fun during music. But uh, tell everybody some of the places you'll be playing here soon. I mean, just... Like I mean, locally. Are you going to be local I know you may have the dates soon? in front of you. I know I hit you up uh, probably there, but... Well, you know what? Let's just see if I can pull something up here. Um, because these... <laughs> I do a ton of private events, and so because I do a lot of private events, um, mm -hmm. there's a lot of times you don't hear like where I'm playing. So sure. like if it's not out there, like where's our playing this week? Most of the time, because if it's a, a wedding, I do because I do a bunch of weddings. Where can they go to find? Um, where, where can they go to find your your uh, your shows and stuff locally and and, and also in Nashville? Um, I try to keep those updated on um, bands in town. Okay, but that also when I update on bands in town, it also updates on my webpage. I, I went ahead and put all my February stuff in. I don't know if I've put all my, my March stuff in right now. Um, we were supposed to play actually this Saturday at, um, at the 
at Beef O'Brady's St. Patty's Day thing that they got have going on. Um, but uh, the, the weather is just going to be just brutal. You got a big right April there. coming up. April, here we go. So um, April, we'll be down in Foley, Alabama, with the Eagles Tribute Band and the Alabama Tribute Band uh, on double. Uh, sweet. Yeah, it's a, it's a, and here's the thing. Check this out. It's the Mud Bugs and Margaritas Festival in Foley, Alabama. So if you want some margaritas and you want some crawfish. You're, you're looking like, I don't know about that. Crawfish. Uh, uh, crawfish is mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. What's you? No. no crawfish. You, Star, Wars, much, uh, Star Wars, no, and crawfish, crawfish no. Crawfish is too much trouble for that little bit yeah. of meat. Oh, it's good. But that's, um. but you, you, if you don't like mud bugs, you can have margaritas, though. And you can I do listen. like the potatoes and the carrots. Yeah. They also have. I mean, they, not carrots, but. They have corn. a ton of vendors. We did this, we did a show down there um, several months ago. Um, it was a chocolate and cheese festival. It's the same organizers. Mm. They're fantastic organizers. Um, Lisa and Mike Eater are fantastic organizers for these festivals. Anyway, so we'll be doing the Eagle Show first this time, and then we'll be closing with the Alabama Show. That is on April the 2nd in Foley, Alabama, and it's going to mm. be a fantastic show. Ooh, road trip. Mm. Yeah. Podcast road yeah. trip. Absolutely. And then on Tuesdays, I'm still at Tenriff and Broadway in Nashville um, every Tuesday. Um, I've got a wedding on the 9th. I've got an event in on the 8th. Um, in Nashville. And, um, you this is in Nashville. Gatlinburg. I, I mean, not many people have – like they have Nashville on their calendar, but that's for a vacation, not like every Tuesday <laughs> yeah, I'm going fun. there to play. Yeah, it was a, it was an amazing thing to get that, that gig. It was one of those kind of a – one of those things you just don't think would happen when I got the call. It was just kind of – it was a big deal. To me, uh, and so yeah. I'm super excited about Dude, that. Dude, I'm proud of you. I appreciate it extremely. We'll be at um, on the 15th and 16th of April. We'll be at Florabama. I'll be doing a uh, the beach stage show on the 15th, and then um, I'll be at the Florabama Yacht Club on the 16th. So if anybody's down there, Ooh, I think that's also a long a long weekend. I think I, said, I think it's that uh, if I'm mistaken, the Good Friday weekend. Yeah. And then um, I'll be back in town. On the 21st at Liberty Park, Farmer's Market, on the 21st. Um, <laughs> There's a funny story about the <laughs> we'll Farmer's about Market. Yeah. Another day. Uh, Beef O'Brady's on the 22nd okay, in Brook Highland. Be- okay. Just the one on 280. Okay. And I got a private event on the 23rd. And then, oh, okay, here's another one. This is a fantastic one. This is called the Blue Suede Cruise. It's in Tupelo, Mississippi. It's in a big arena in Tupelo, Mississippi. Um, and we'll be doing an Eagle Show on the 29th. It's free to the public. Um, and it's a beautiful arena, and they have a car show. This is the cruise. It's a car show, oh, and there's yeah. so many amazing vehicles that are out there, it's just, and the people out there are amazing as well. We'll be doing the Eagle Show on the 29th, and on the 30th, we'll be doing the Alabama Show. So this is our Eagle Sunrise Band. Um, so that's April dates. So we got lots of big things coming up here in April. Good deal, man. Well, listen, Busy man. Pick your time. Go see him. Uh, yeah. Tell him uh, Easter McGreen sent you, and... <laughs> He'll probably sing you a special song. That's it, man. We'll do it. I look forward to meeting all our Easter McGreen folks as well. That's I've right. heard so much to me stories. Oh, uh, my so. gosh. Well, well, thank you for taking time out. I mean, my gosh, that's a busy schedule. That's right. Like, yeah. I mean, so busy, but thanks for taking time out to come yeah, and hang y'all. out in this big arena yeah. with us. Love you, man. Love, Love you, you, brother. Nice Love to meet you. you. I'm glad, glad I could be a part. We'll be right back. Well, Kenneth, you know what that sound means, right? Yep. Time to wrap it up. Man, what how, an episode this one's been. How fun was this? Oh, my gosh. Like, 
Like I'm ready for the next hundred now, you know, like I'm just so excited. <laughs> like any good coach, you pr- you start preparing. The other game's gone. We've done it. Now we prepare for the next one. Yeah. Listen, that that, that was a lot of fun. And I, I looked down earlier and realized how, how long it really was. And well, you know what? I don't, I don't even care. I don't. Do, do I cut off a conversation with a friend because there's a time on the clock or something? No. It just go. No, you butt in, but you don't cut them off. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, uh, hey, the next one may be two hours. The next one may be 20 minutes. The next one, I don't know. We never know. But I just know it was so much fun. Gosh, having Robert with us tonight was just, mm, Oh, I know. You know. What do you think about him? Oh, gosh. I mean, he's got such a huge career in front of him. But what do you think about him? That's a good dude, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Super guy. I mean, he's a teacher. you got to be a good person to be a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. He's I mean, just he, – he, he's, he's a special guy. I know he, he thinks a lot of you, and it's unbelievable. You guys didn't know each other, and now all of a sudden – I mean, y'all left here. I thought y'all were better friends than me and you were. <laughs> BFF. <laughs> um, next week, we're coming in uh, – I'm coming in hot with – you've heard of a lot of Duncan Latham Holmes – Tish, she's getting tired of me talking to Duncan Latham Holmes. It's just too many names. So I added Rosser Smith to add to it. Why not? Let's just keep that name going. But we're gonna we're gonna go down a Duncan Latham Holmes uh, Duncan Latham Holmes Avenue, and it's gonna be mm. a long and winding one. And we're gonna start that next week. It's it's one that's got me a little nervous, but I just think it's gonna be worth it. And it's gonna be a sometimes I think. It may be a story, unlike anybody else's, but everybody has a story. And I'm glad you said that because, you know, we are going to have little segments or episodes. I don't know yeah. the difference, but whatever. Where we might, I mean, I've got a story. i got thousands of stories. You've got stories. Everybody has a story. So we're going to have this little where, you know, if you got a story you want to tell, good, bad, heartbreaking, heartwarming, we want to hear those. You know, yeah. I mean, that, that's, we're going to kind of put those little spits in there somewhere down the road uh speaking of spotify oh gosh yeah so listen i mean y'all heard robert tonight he's great i mean gosh like so great so you got to follow him on spotify so just search his name like you did trying to find easter mcgreen um robert apernethy search it follow him on spotify that's right well look we'll be back next uh next episode and but before hey let me speak of spotify I've yet to ask anybody to follow our page. Right. Hey, hit that follow button. Yeah. I, I feel like a salesman that is out trying to sell and didn't ask for the order. So <laughs> I never mentioned it. So hit that follow button, even if hey, even if you don't care for it that much. Even if it was just, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know if I'll listen to it again. Hey, I'm your buddy. Just hit that. I mean, hit it for me and Tish. Just yeah. hit the follow button. And everybody else is going to be on here. Like, it, it it means something. I'm not sure what in the Spotify world, but you to have followers, it, it means something. So it help us become famous. Well, we and, already are. And build that radio tower <laughs> you were talking about. Yes. All right. We're we'll going to have our own radio. We'll All see right. you next time. We Good love night, you. Good night, guys. What the younger you was like A dreamer looking for a trail to blaze Well, hey, future me 
ever learn to play that old guitar? Let it take you round the world with all its charm and you're alone. Do you ever think of home? I wonder how you ever got that far. And I